Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you can join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff, just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Wise Guys. Here's Madman at nine. Yes, sir. Hey, Jimmy Jack Jackie. What's up, Matthew? How you doing? Good. That's good. I'm going to turn our mics up a little more here. Turn mine off for a second. I need to cough. There you go. <laughs> Nobody can hear that. Okay. <laughs> it always hits me right yeah. before we go on. I get that little, oh, no. Oh, you've been doing that for years. Anytime we crack the mic, you always do one right for. Cracking really? the mic means turning the microphone off. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I don't think you do it like you used to. You used to do it every time, but I think uh, I think you, you gotta change it up over time. Was that when I had my tonsils? No, it's been since then. Oh, okay. Well, at least I'm a recovering addict. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. Yeah. Clearing my throat. Yeah, you are. Uh, welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. I am Matt Man. He is nine. That's us. Welcome in. We're here with you again. Man, we've been doing this for a while now. Well over a year. This is old hat now. <laughs> Old hat. Not to be confused with free hat. Uh, and those are usually faded hats. He was in prison. Free hat? That's why they wanted him out. Oh, they out let of, him out. They wanted him out. Yeah. They wanted him free. Good. That was on South Park. Oh, was it? Yeah, where they were promising a free hat and like a thousand people showed up to their meeting because they wanted to free some dude named Hat from prison. Oh. They got the rallies mixed up. It was just to get a free hat. Yeah, that's what they wanted was wow. to give away free hats, but no, they, they got more than they bargained for. They did 30 minutes with that joke, huh? It went for a while. There was more to it than just that. Oh, I see. You well, like South Park, you know. I love South Park. I love it. I really do. Um, but yes, welcome. We thank you so much for... Uh, downloading this or i mean you have to download it so thanks for downloading this that's the best way to say it appreciate you listening um this can actually this is actually really really observant i think is i went out to my car to get something Mm -hmm. nine was out there i was outside i'm always outside he was outside he says look at that guy over there I saw him earlier with his child-sized bicycle. And his shopping cart. And his shopping cart. And believed to be homeless. We have an, an encampment behind the building here. In the, I wouldn't say the woods. It's more like the tree line where we have a homeless encampment. Yeah, the woods are gone. Yeah, there's several people. One of them died last week. Is that what happened out there? Yeah, that's why the cops and the fire truck and the ambulance were here. They found a homeless guy dead in the wood line behind the building. See, now, I, I have to say right now... Live on this tape podcast, I thought that was a joke you were making. No, no, it really was. It really was. A text when you said, I think uh, one of the homeless uh, 
And I confirmed it because of the guy, the other guy that we were talking about that we that you thought I was talking about when I saw about the guy with the bicycle. Well, so yeah, I said he's the one who told me about the dead guy. Nine says, "Hey, uh, there's the guy over there. You know, I believe he's homeless with the child's bike and driving around." And as I look over, it's like, no, I think that guy works here. Mm-hmm. Well, I was pointing at the, I was looking at the wrong guy. And I was mainly paying attention at that point because I wanted to see if he was going to ride off on the child's bicycle, towing the shopping cart behind him. But he left the shopping cart behind. Would you? Oh, there was a decision made. Yeah. Would you have uh, started videoing? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you have to. You kind of do. You're kind of obligated Humanity at that point. Humanity needs that. Yeah, but you thought I was talking about another guy who was in the parking lot who wasn't the 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 homeless guy, a different guy. Yeah, and uh, do you, do you, do you see that? Really, the only reason I knew that he worked, because, you know, like the mm-hmm. way the infrastructure, and not talking about the government, but the infrastructure of our building because of COVID, you don't see a lot of people anymore. No, you just see whoever's necessary upstairs. So and reason, one guy downstairs works every day. What's up, Bill? Is that his name? Yeah. If so, I, I, I see this guy, but I don't I don't know sometimes if they work here or if they're one of the HVAC guys, because mm-hmm. there's not a, you know. Yeah, you can't really tell sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah. But you saw that guy, and you, you go, uh, I think he works here. And I was I like, yeah, he that. he does work here. I'm talking about the other guy. But anyway, the reason you thought the the first guy worked here is because. Oh, because he was, he he wears a, a shirt. Yeah, he wears a, a radio the, station shirt. The shirt that he works at. Or yeah. The, his shirt, the station he works for. It's like a golf type shirt. Yeah. With a collar, and it's made out of not fabric. And I don't then, know what kind of weird material, synthetic material these things are made of. Those rubber shirts. It's uh, it's like a hot. It's like it seems like it would be something cool to wear on a hot day, but no, it's the hottest, itchiest damn stuff in the world. It's like Spanx, but it doesn't stretch. It's like nineteen seventy three polyester material. It but it sucks. Looks like a golf shirt. It's it like it a sucks. tent. These things suck. I hate them. Man, and I'm sure some of y'all listening understand this. If you work for a place and they buy things like polo shirts and stuff like that, why the hell can't they just buy regular-ass shirts? Why do they always got to buy made out of some weird synthetic material, some weird stuff that's going to cling to every bit of fat on your body and make you look like a 10 pounds in a 5-pound sack? It just accentuates my man titties, and I don't like that. Yeah, man, it gets weird sweat patterns. It's hot. It itches. Ain't nothing good about it. Just, weird sweat patterns. You can't just buy regular ass shirts for people to wear. You got to buy weird stuff. I get weird sweat patterns when I wear like an ash gray. Yeah, outside. like I wore ash gray to the, one of those beautiful demise shirts. I wore mm-hmm. to the gym the other day. I'm standing there looking at myself in the mirror. I look like a one of those freaking statues on Easter Island. Yeah, yeah, man, you get Easter Island head. You look like an ink block test. Look like Rorschach's. Stupid. Yeah. But I, anyway, I, I he was wearing I, one. He was wearing one of those. <laughs> and I said, that's the only reason I knew he worked here again because of blah. I said, but frequently when I see him, he's wearing that, that shirt. Yeah. And yeah, every it, time I've seen him, he's been wearing, even when he was telling me about the dead homeless guy out back. And and uh so he you know, he's newer to the, the business. Mm-hmm. And I said, Wow, wow, he wear like he must wear it like every day. And then uh Nye says Boy, he's just real proud. Yeah, he's just real proud of it. Real proud of his job. Real proud of where he works. He's a rookie. And then Matt said something uh, that, that's going to inspire a lot of what we're going to talk about today. I said, my nipples are so cold right now. No, no, no. no. Matt Matt said, I kind of miss that. I and s- I said, yeah. I kind of miss, like, when we first started, because, I mean, we started at the same exact time. I mean... As far as the planet goes, mm-hmm. I mean, foot in the door, same time. Yeah, and 
man, when, hey, when, hey. when, when there would be any kind of like, there, there, there's locally, there's this thing called Fall for Greenville, which we don't, we're not involved with anymore. But this is a place to go down there and drink beer in the street and spend a lot of money. And go, hey, friends. Hey. Come over to our booth. Have a sticker. Yeah. Maybe a Rick Rack paddle. Yeah, but that's an event. Give a dog a ball. I have not been to that event in over 15 years, Matthew. Spartanburg had a version of it. Yeah, uh, Spring Fling they used to do over there. And all these different things. I haven't been to any of these in over 15 years. They would put up these these uh, little uh, sign-up sheets on the, the station board, mm-hmm. and they'd put all these slots Hey, what's up, slots? Yeah. You know, time time slots. And they would say, hey, you know, if you can, if you have the availability this weekend, please come out for a two-hour shift. I would do six-hour shifts. Yeah, I'd go out there for an afternoon easily, man. I, with with no expectations other than I wanted to put on my 93.3 The Planet shirt, and I wanted to go out and uh, rub some skins or whatever it wasn't, they say. It wasn't a paid Press, event. You might get a— flesh. You might wind up with a few tickets to get you a couple of drinks or a beer and a sandwich or something. That'd be about were, it. Yes. And it, this was the time when it wasn't, hey, wait a minute, are you—because there was no, like, real— I mean, there was the internet, but not the same availability. Yeah, going out to those things in that point, I mean, you would lose money on it because you weren't getting paid and you were spending money to have something to eat and drink. True. So you would lose money on doing the appearance, but we still got so excited to do them and put on them. Dude, if they gave us a shirt, we'd try it on immediately back in those days. Oh, my God. So I totally get that guy's excitement. And like you said, I do kind of miss having that level of excitement about having a shirt and wanting to wear it every day. Don't have that anymore. Now we're kind of jaded in that, to that end. You know, it's only natural, though. I still love doing this every day. I just don't think no, that part as much. Yeah. No, I, I love going. I'll tell you the thing. The biggest drawback or whatever is that of wearing. I resist wearing those shirts now. We don't even want to wear them when we have a paid appearance somewhere. No, when they like, like it's like in the contract. Like, hey, you got to show up. You got to wear this. Like, think about that for a minute. You have to wear this. But well, a lot of people with a lot of jobs have those rules. I know. I remember. The vast that, majority of people have those rules. I remember the episode of Kenny Powers <coughs> at Ashley Schaefer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. you're going to put it on. You're put it's, it one on. Of, it's always one of those type of shirts, too. Like the one Ashley Schaefer throws at Kenny Powers. Awful. Awful shirts. And, and, and they'll even have like our name embroidered on there. And like. To, back in the day, man, I would have bought like a mannequin and put that on it in the corner of the room. Back like in the day, we piece. both did the thing you could do where old promotions got Bob Rawls here, you know, where you could take a shirt to Bob and give him like seven, eight bucks, and he would have it embroidered with your name on it. And we Whatever both took our own shirts Absolutely. to have them embroidered back then Absolutely. at our own expense. Yeah, just to <laughs> wear it because we were. But it's the it's not it's, it's jaded, but jaded seems like. It went from innocence to evil. It's more of just like a, all right, we've done it a bunch now. And and part of the wearing the shirt thing was it was a marketing opportunity. And I'm not sitting here in some kind of ivory tower thinking everybody knows who we are or anything like that, certainly. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, we don't necessarily need to have to wear the stuff because if it's an appearance thing, then you know chances are people there to see us. And... I dare say 99% of them that are there to see us have kind of seen what we look like before. Or at least we stand out like sore damn thumbs. Yeah, we do. And we're happy to talk to people and meet people and be outgoing when we do it. those things. We don't necessarily need to wear the uh, the shirt. The I mean, we've, just, we've done it to death and we're kind of, you know, kind of moved on from it. Yeah. it's That's what I mean by jaded. Just like the very textbook definition of. He, even, you know, and the one thing that I would always say this, and if... if if for some reason he would hear this, I'm certainly saying this with uh, 
kindness. Mm-hmm. But I, I said to uh, the, our boss one yeah. time, I said, think about this. And I don't remember what example. I want to say that the time period was like Palm Stars. So I said, do you think that if the old man and Big Hoss showed up to uh, an event, they're going to be wearing History Channel T-shirts? Yeah. It's like, no, if they're wearing anything, it would be Palm Stars T-shirts, right? Yeah. Well, then they get shirts that say Rise Guys or Rise Guys P1 Pilsner. And our faces are on there. Well, that's even worse. Yeah, now you walk around wearing a shirt with your own face on it. That's even worse. I went to... I mean, you just kind of... It's hard not to look like a tool wearing a shirt with your own face on it. Except on wrestling. They can do it, but then you even realize, okay, they're doing it so they will sell shirts. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, you don't see them walking around the airport wearing that. <laughs> oh, no, they want the uh, ambiguous... Uh, anonymity. Anonymity, yes. Uh, you know, that caught me right there. I had a good roll going in my head. Oh, but the, uh, the you you know you that was even worse. Like I went to a, a a party several months ago, and I was taking beer, and I what did I take? I took it in my Rise Guys Kanga Cooler. Yeah, which has your face on it. Felt like a complete dipshit. And then the can inside has your face and on it. And then people there that didn't necessarily not know who I was, not talking whatever, but like. Or what kind of line of work I was in. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, that looks like you. Hey. hey. I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. that, I shouldn't. Fu- that, you can that, have fun with that. Yeah, it does. That's a I mean, blessing. It. Yeah. That's a blessing. Mm-hmm. But it for some reason, I, it makes me feel douchey. Yeah. Well, I mean, wearing a shirt with your own face on it kind of feel that way. Wearing a logo shirt, not quite the same. What about carrying a, a cooler? Not as bad? It depends. Yeah. I mean, carrying that cooler is not nearly as bad a move as, like, in my opinion, I'd I judge you way more for rolling around a four hundred dollar cooler. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see where, <laughs> I mean, where you're going. Yeah. See, I mean, that's look a free promotional cooler. Fine. One of those you put minas in. Fine. Uh, I got it like a forty dollar cooler, and it works fine, and it has wheels and a, a, a roller thing. It's like luggage. Yeah. By the time you get to a four hundred dollar cooler. I mean, you only got forty eight beers in it. How long are you planning on staying in the woods? Are you gonna need them ice cold? But man, these things will be cold for two weeks. Well, that's great. We going home tomorrow. This is stupid. What if they're staying more than one night? Again. Or they're keeping food in there, too. Again, how cold do you need it for how long? Seven days. Yeah. Seven nights. Yeah, exactly. Are you taking this on the ark, No, Because <laughs> you'll be good. That was 40 days. It was. That's how long this thing's, that ice stays in there. It's amazing. 40 days and 40 nights. In case we get stranded somewhere, this food will be good. You, you're going fishing five miles up the road. You don't need this. Do you think they made, uh, you're talking of, well, you don't have to, everybody knows who you're talking about when you say those. They could maybe want to sponsor this show and I gladly take their money. Yeah, I'd love to have abominable snowman money. Great way to say it. Hey, but do they make knockoffs of those? Oh, yeah. Oh, they do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering. All kinds, man. I've seen some people, like, I know their line of thinking. There's no way in hell they'd pay $400 for a cooler, just the way they think about things. But then you see their gun collection, you know they would. (laughs) God, you knew I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, out of my head. But man, it was another part of that thing is that uh, not just about wearing the shirts with work back in the day. It was also, and not just paying to have our own embroidered because we were so excited. But it was also like you said about signing up to go to Fall for Greenville at some of these events. Dude, we would bust ass to get to anything going on. Oh yeah. And now it's not that way either. Well, they would bring in what uh, here in the business we'd call baby bands, and baby bands could even be just one person. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was. I can't tell you what the song was, but there was this female artist named Lennon. I remember Lennon. 
I remember Lennon real well, but before you go on with that, Lennon, so we're going to take a break right now. Right now? Right now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Lennon, the girl, not yeah, the guy. Yeah. I was. This was back when I wasn't full-time in radio yet. I was still uh, fart-time, as I called it this morning on the other show. Yeah. I meant part-time. Uh she was doing some uh, in whatever appearance, and mm-hmm. I wanted to be a part. I wanted to be included included in the radio station stuff because I was wanting to make, get my way up the ladder. And I lost two hours of paid work yeah. to get off early, to go to a non-paid appearance, to not see her. I don't remember anything about her. I just remember breaking my neck, losing money. To go and be there and absolutely right, you do. It's just, it's I, I get, I know what it is. It's that's to be celebrated, hunger, passion, or But I, I kind of have that want to get out now, and there ain't dick to do. And you know what I mean by that. I know exactly what you events, mean by that. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, and that there used to be so many more events. I mean, back when this town was half the size that it is now, when there were half as many people living here, when there wasn't nearly as much stuff to do. We're in Greenville, South Carolina. There were way more events, concerts and festivals and things to go to than there are now. I mean, they still have some of the festivals, but man. It, it, like all, concert festivals. Concerts especially. But. I mean, it, it used to be there was some band or a couple bands on tour playing somewhere around town all the time. Now we can't even support a venue that holds 500 to 1,000 people. Oh, no way. Because all those bands now bunch up and play the same festivals touring around all summer long, and that's the only gigs they play. Why? What is that about? Like you, I always, They can't sell a damn ticket on their own. They can't draw on their own, but they can together. But they do it in bigger cities, It's though. It's kind of like, all right, I'll, I'll, throw, I'll use this guy as an example. Did anybody ever buy a ticket specifically to see Disco Inferno? The wrestler? Yeah. Okay. No. Hell no. Nobody bought a ticket to see his ass wrestle. But Mm -hmm. how many people accidentally enjoyed seeing his shtick and him in the ring after they bought a ticket to see all the other guys wrestle? How big was his shtick? I never saw it. I don't know, man. Uh, It was a disco shtick. Probably a few. Certainly. A lot. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. He couldn't sell a ticket on his own, but kind of like these bands. 
Nobody's going to buy a ticket to see some of these baby bands that are out now. They're just not going to. They have no drawing power. They don't have good songs. A lot of them outright suck. But if you put 20 of them together, by God, we're going to sell a ticket or two. So, yeah, but they... Why, Especially with some big names. Why can't we, as this particular area, just Greenville, South Carolina, surrounding areas, we could support a thousand capacity room? We haven't, though. But give me, like... Okay, like, for instance, the old handlebar that used to be here. Mm-hmm. How big is that capacity? Uh, I, have no, I can't look at rooms. Sold out was a little over 500, between five and oh, 600 people. Okay. Yeah. Then what about... Uh, the firmament? Yeah. About 1,000 people, a little more. Oh. Didn't support either That's one, man. Now, now, they both had some business challenges and some obstacles they faced that made it hard to stay afloat, keep your heads above water from what I've heard around town, but at the same time... Still didn't do a very good job of supporting them, and a part of it is it got harder to book bands. Like the handlebar used to have, and uh, yeah. used to have huge bands. Look at Ground Zero and Spartanburg; they're still kicking. Yeah, like Mick still got that place going. They used to have huge national touring bands, oh, yeah. and the, I mean they still get some some decent names, but not uh, not like it was, not like nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. You know, not twenty years ago they were killing it, man. And the handlebar was too. And then and then by the time you get a place like the Ferment, which opened four or five years ago and is no longer with us, kind of like the the handlebar, it just it was harder to find shows to get bands that could draw. And that's 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 really, uh, I mean, it, it's true. You can't argue with that. Like anybody who can draw now plays arenas and stadiums. Because when we would get good concerts like here in Greenville, South mm-hmm. Carolina, they'd always be during the week. Yeah. Because the big shows got played on the weekends where they know they'd be sellout. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that was always a weird thing, too, how they did that. Because uh, it seemed like they would always hit here during the week. But then you look, when are they in Charlotte or Atlanta? They're there on a weekday, too, because they know in a city the size of Atlanta, they can sell out on a Wednesday night. And then so they drop in getting... here on Thursday, and they hit up like Raleigh on Friday. Oh, okay. Or Charleston or, or, or Richmond or someplace. Yeah. Or but Knoxville, going... Tennessee. Or Chattanooga. Let's say there's like a, a concert... Where like I saw I saw one advertised yesterday, in fact, on mm-hmm. uh, the gram, and it was like three or four bands. One of I would like to see, but the other three don't give a crap about. No, ninety nine dollars. Yeah, and, that's about right. But so I'm paying to see these other bands that I don't want to see, mm-hmm. and it's cost me more, and it's because they these other these lesser knowns don't want their ego bruised. Well, and some of those bands, if they're brand new, I mean, I think they still pay to get on a tour like that sometimes. You know, some of the real up-and-coming bands, yeah. their labels are paying to get them on those tours. It's just the it's the illusion of getting, I mean, even if it's going to be three bands you don't want to see, and it's going to take two and a half hours of your night to watch them play, it's still the illusion of getting more bang for your buck if it's four bands instead of one band you really like. True. Like, you feel like you're getting a better deal if you pay $100 to see three bands you don't care about and one band you do like than if you just bought tickets to see one band you do like for 100 bucks. It's kind of, look at it like this. You'll know where I, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying here, Jimmy. Uh, Plus, you, they keep you there drinking longer, too. And, and then you get drunk and buy all their merch. Mm-hmm. What's up, Sarah? <laughs> um, you, what happens is, look at the, the recording industry. The way it started off with, was concerts, touring was the moneymaker. Yeah. Albums were given away at, at many, many times. I realize there were record stores, but yeah. albums were given away. Just giving them, giving the hell away. To promote that they were coming. They'd yep. do these barnstorming tours where you'd have 
Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis and Johnny Cash, all these guys together. Yeah, you have like the Big Bopper and all those guys on the same show. And then when their their songs would be requested on the radio, then more people would want to come to their concerts, and that's the way that worked. Now they don't sell records; everything's free for the most part. They download streaming stuff, services, streaming monthly services. subscriptions. Yeah, and then the concerts are usually so overpriced that you can't. I mean, if you can go, but you, you your seats aren't going to be as good. Well, yeah, I mean, you know that your seventy five dollar tickets going to cost you hundred bucks. Time you're over, time you're done. Paying so, fees to Ticketmaster, Live it, Nation. It's the opposite of like the way it was kind of intended. But the illusion point you you were mentioning earlier, nine, and this is it. Look, Chris Jericho is an awesome wrestler, and he's an awesome wrestler. But I, I really follow, good wrestler. I, he's a great wrestler. I follow him on Instagram. I see him at some festival a couple weekends ago. Where again, I can't look at a group of people and tell you, but it looked like sixty thousand people were there. It was some huge rock festival. Might have been not fest. Hell if I know. Brought one of those, yeah. Sixty thousand people. On his social media, mm-hmm. it looks as though that many damn thousand people were there to see his band perform. Yeah, and his band can control a thousand people, a couple thousand people in a lot of markets. But not that many no, together. Never, never. Ever, ever. It still blows my mind that I mean you look at a band like Red Hot Chili Peppers next year and they're hitting the road and they're playing football stadiums. It's a stadium tour all the way. Football and baseball stadiums, pro sports stadiums, and big markets. I hate those. But they're going to make a, a, a ton of money, and they're not going to have to play half as many dates. Yeah. The shows themselves aren't nearly as good in that setting, but people will go to them. People will flock to them. People from towns like Greenville, South Carolina, and Chattanooga, Tennessee, will drive to Atlanta to go see that show. Mm-hmm. Kind of like with Metallica coming up what next week at the football stadium in Atlanta. People from Greenville and people from Chattanooga and all points in between are going to drive to Atlanta for the destination seeing that show. And I see that a lot with entertainment right now. It's going to be busloads of people going down there, Jim. Now, before COVID happened, uh, that was uh, that was retail uh, brands were kind of doing that. Like Nike was pushing their retail to huge markets only. Places like this where we live, these medium-sized cities were being left behind. But then COVID hit, and now a lot of people are leaving those big cities, so their thing had to kind of change up. But as far as live events go, they're really pushing those destination, big city, big crowd stadium stuff. Like WWE announced they're scheduled for pay-per-views next year. Yeah. Uh, they're running Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas where the Raiders play. And like the, the month before, within three or four weeks of it, they're also running SummerSlam at the football stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. So they're, they're, they know people will travel to these hubs with these big airports that are cheap to fly to. Yeah. Plenty of hotel rooms. You can put forty, fifty thousand people in for a show, make a ton of money, and play half as many dates. Because you know people will go to that destination. Because I want to spend the weekend in Nashville. I got to take a picture in front of the wall with the wings on it, y'all. It's not funny, man. It was a got there early. I didn't wait in the line. <laughs> I had to wait in line for them tiny biscuits, but it was worth it. They were real good. It was just lunchtime for the time just, we got in there. just one of those things about that town in particular that I know, you know, because I've seen so many people to go up there and take pictures in front of the same wings on the same wall. It's just, one of, it's like the yeah. biggest tourist thing in town is the wings painted on the wall, know, and you man. can paint wings on any wall in on any town. On any wall. Matter of fact, just take a picture in front of a green screen and Photoshop it. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Take yeah. a picture of the mural, and then you'll be able to License it and let everybody do it. Yeah, and you have other bands who play other destinations. Like, I know Primus always plays Asheville, North Carolina, because oh, yeah. they know every hippie around for 200 miles will travel to Asheville to spend a day or two and see them play. 
And it works like like hell for them, just like all these other brands play in these huge cities. So does that mean like our city, Greenville, South Carolina, the way people are, you know, like really the real estate market here is nuts mm-hmm. and houses are selling for things they shouldn't be selling for, but they are. Um, does that mean that we're behind the curve and then we're going to start having these big uh, events here? Like, will Heritage Park down in Simpsonville ever host one of these big I, mean, they, I don't know what the p- capacity is in an outdoor 10, field. 10,000 or so. At a, at an outdoor field? About 10,000 for that when you get them in the gate, yeah. That'd be as many as you can get in there. No, they got rules still. You know, you can't get a trampling too bad. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's. I mean, we will get some shows. Heritage Park in Simpsonville, the amphitheater, the Spectrum Amphitheater, had a big year this year. They had a lot of shows. Oh, yeah, I went to a couple. They didn't have anything that really appealed that much to me, and they only had a couple that really appealed to Matt, I guess. But And then the <laughs> the, the arena in town that doesn't really have anything for me on the, the agenda at all They right bring now. people there that I can't, for the life of me, understand how – I don't know what the turnout is on some of these. Lord, they had a house full for Jason Aldean last Friday night. They must have just – Drop them out of airplane. People people would, buy the hell out of them, man. People buy that stuff. I would have totally been on your side if you'd said the other. But even some of the, like the like the uh, comedy acts and yeah, stuff yeah. they bring there, yeah, I'm like yeah. I don't know that they could sell out a thousand seats, let alone twelve. But this is one of those towns, man, where we're not rock and roll at all. If you're rock and roll in Greenville, South Carolina, God bless you. You are a true rock and roll rebel type. Because this is a town where Jeff Dunham used to stop here every year on his tour with his puppets because, by God, we'd sell 10,000 tickets to that puppet show. This is that town. This is that town where... where uh, Dan plus Shea. Every Eric Church tour is going to come here for two or three nights oh, in a forever. row because we're going to go forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan plus Shea. Yeah, absolutely. Your Jeff Foxworthy's play huge here. Rodney Carrington can play arenas in this <laughs> town. I like him. I do too, man. He does I, songs about balls. Well, Foxworthy has funny stuff too. But it, it's just it, that's the town we are, you know. We're gonna Beach go, Boys are coming. Did you see that? We're, yeah, we're gonna go see <laughs> Michael W. Smith and stuff. You know what's crazy is that was my mom and dad's second date. Yeah, they went to see the Beach Boys, and now the, I saw this morning the Beach Boys are coming back to Greenville. But you look nine inch nails in Greenville. You're gonna have thirty five hundred people show up. To, what was a, it like a, that? A capacity night? of eighty five hundred. I was drunk as a skunk at that concert. So I, was Trent. It seemed like he kept knocking his mic stand over and staggering around stage pretty bad. But it, it was a good show. I think that's part of his persona. It might be. But what uh, was? I mean, the attendance. I have no idea. I mean, it was about half full. I'd say. Wow. And that's just the thing, man. We just don't. We're not a rock and roll town. We're a, a, a fake pop country town, and we like our religious stuff too. Well, so I know what this is all leading to. We like shows you can wear fishing shirts to, you know, the invented fishing shirts. We want to wear those to everything. I want to go back to where guys wore fishnet shirts to concerts. Yeah. It's towns like this that <laughs> rap songs about Joe Biden are number one on iTunes. It's because of hey. towns like this instead of real music. We're novelty songs. We're a novelty song town, man. Call me Matt. <laughs> Call anybody last name. <laughs> we need to combine forces and financing and open a, a rock and roll club in Greenville, South Carolina. That there's plenty of people who would and have the money to. Well, that's they, our they angel just, investors. They just don't want to lose their ass, and they think they would because it's never worked here. We could make it happen. Right, we just, man, we're too... Uh, Greenville's kind of... And like a lot of cities around the South that have experienced a lot of growth and a lot of people moving in, it's kind of lost its personality. It's hard to, to gauge what kind of town it is. It's kind of because downtown's mainly for people from out of town, it seems like. And it's hard to gauge the personality of the town and what we're into. I like portions of downtown Greenville. Um, we got to go down there after we finish this. Yeah, we do. We have a meeting. We have a meeting. <laughs> Why not? Where is, I don't know where uptown Greenville is. Yeah, there's one. But 
what um uptown Greenville's by the belt house up north main probably that's part of yeah mm-hmm. um i don't know i mean maybe maybe the rock and roll like 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 look at rock music yeah where it is in 2021 oh yeah rock and roll music is also falling off but we're a very mainstream town if rock and roll ain't in the mainstream we're not about it am i rock and roll i mean as much as anybody that's not very nice well yeah i mean who's rock and roll i don't know that's what i'm trying to figure out the the pick like you said if you're a rock and roll in greenville south carolina i feel sorry for you i i'm trying to figure out like that I'm not like pulling you apart. I'm just trying to figure out what that means. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you you like rock and roll. You yeah. Rock and roll. So nowhere to like really go and enjoy it. And, oh. Yeah, that's why I go to the same little dive bar every weekend in Piedmont, man, because it's rock and roll. And there's rock and oh, roll yeah. shows there with rock and roll bands, and they don't have the capacity for big rock and roll bands, but they get good ones. See, so thinking about the Beach Boys. I'll try. I'll try. He would love to. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I see. I see your point. And plus, the way even rock and roll is segmented—not all rock and roll is the same. People will probably cu- communicate with us afterwards. Peter Frampton was at the well uh, last year, guys. Yeah. Or you know, Bob Seger. He and keeps canceling. And we're not saying there's no rock and roll. They're just not as much as there used to be. Like when I was a teenager, there were so many shows that came around this area that I wanted to go to and couldn't get into because of age restrictions and just not being able to drive myself there or whatever. It's so many more than there are now. And not even not. I'm not talking about you know 100 miles away. I'm talking about right around here in the Upstate too, between Greenville and Spartanburg, South Carolina. But I, I think that goes for the the, the 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 state of rock and roll right now. And part of that too is Great White's fault because the game changed with insurance regulations changing after Great White had that club fire in Rhode Island. Because if you notice, the timeline of that fire really is when those club shows were not nearly as big a thing as they had been for big name acts. Because well, after that, true. it got a lot harder for anybody to make money. Yeah, but what well, off that crowd, off that size crowd? I mean. How do they do this at the the rap concerts where people keep getting uh, not just rap, a lot of concerts at smaller clubs? Well, every people get shot at them if it's club named after a watch or club named after a, a luxury vehicle. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. I really don't. I I don't know how that happens. I don't know how those still still go. I will know. I, I will say I that the answer is there's no insurance. Well, and by and large, too, man. Because think about it: when Snoop Dogg was at the height of his popularity, you'd see him playing some club you'd never heard of in Greenville, South Carolina. I remember him doing it several times around here, just someplace on Cedar Lane Road or something. Okay. And it was because rap shows typically don't draw nearly as well. Yeah. You don't actually don't want to say no. draw at a rap show. Yeah. And by the way, the the Station Nightclub Fire Great White was February twentieth, two thousand three. And think about how. I mean, that's just around the time that those shows started to dwindle. Like, your your local clubs having big-name acts on the regular really dried up after that fire happened. That changed a lot about the touring industry. I think you have to—I think that has a, some to do with—I still think it has to do—because pop acts really never really went and did venues, small clubs. They would go do malls and— like, yeah. That was their their club. Their thing. Because they always appealed to an underage crowd for half their audience, too. Yeah. It was always rock and roll and country that did the smaller venues. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I think it's it's a combination of that. Also, you got to look at the uh, the big closings of a lot of of the smaller venues with the housing crisis in 08 and 09. Oh, yeah, man. You had a lot of small venues just suck dry from that and various other problems. But the biggest thing is it just could make money playing promoting shows in their clubs so that could also go to 
a big F off to some of the artists who started commanding big fees to come play concerts. I mean, that's on the promoter, I know, not the venue, but still. Yeah, I mean, if they can get it, why I'll not? get it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree with that. Because somebody was willing to pay him for it. Yeah. God bless. I, 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 I have a, this is my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. If there's no concert, I don't care. You can tell me who it is, whatever. I will say no, 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 no. If I have to drive further than Charlotte or Lalana, yeah, and even then, it's increasingly rare that I want to go that far to see one. Furthermore, it's got to be on the weekend. Furthermore than that, it cannot be in one of them stadium situations because <laughs> I will never again go to Atlanta, Georgia, and sit in a stadium and watch a concert on a screen. Ever, ever, never. Especially at a baseball stadium where you're sitting behind home plate and they're playing in center field, you can't see nothing, man. No. It's like, I should just go sit in my backyard and peer through my neighbor's window and watch their TV. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Which sucks, because they never watch what I want to watch. It does. Jimmy, I'm about tired. Man, we got to get downtown and go to our lunch meeting, oh, too. Oh, yes, we have a very important meeting. Yeah, I'm yes. going to get me a Reuben or a Cuban one. I ain't sure which. Well, listen, enough about your prostitution ring. We're talking about lunch. <laughs> I know you were. I know you were. Yeah, that was what Jimmy, 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 that was fun, fun, fun. I had a good time, man. We'll be back next week with another, uh, another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Maybe. Not we will. Good morning, Ooh. afternoon, and good evening. All right. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.